This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch dice today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers are desperately trying to destroy the blood castle in Helmfirth's town square. Richter unleashed the psychic blood chorus before being grabbed by a crawling one. Red tried to free Richter only to be absorbed alongside him, and Caddy avoided combat altogether in the hope he could undo the magic controlling the beast. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. Helmfirth is burning. And honestly, the fire is the, the least of the concerns, which in like the, the 20s is saying something because fire was a real big problem then. Um, you continue to witness horrors as you, you drive um, through the streets. Uh, eventually, uh, you start making your way towards the port and the docks. Now, as you'll recall, uh, previously you visited um, uh, sort of a, a port further down the coast. There are a number of these being a coastal town. 
the actual port of Helmfirth itself is um, at this point almost more of a historic site than a than a proper functional port. Uh, ships do still come and go, um, but uh, as was the case with a lot of like old settlements, uh, they just didn't really build it for for volume. And as ships got bigger, uh, the port could not. Um, so. Uh, a site that none of you spent much time at uh, or thought particularly much about. Um, but now of course you were drawn to as, uh, as you approach, um, you see a, um, a much different, uh, site than, uh, greeted you in, in the town square. Um, there is, um, a, uh, almost a, a, a hill, um, of water, um, out uh, just in the, uh, the the port's mouth there. Um, through it, you can see um, jagged coral, um, massive, massive um, far, uh, structures of, of coral um, that seem to have almost been sculpted and shaped. Um, and if, if you weren't so certain it was natural, um, they too would look uh, almost like spires or roofs. Um, and as you kind of pull around a corner, um, you are uh, greeted by a uh, trident uh, that uh, shatters the windshield. Um, Red, I need you to please roll me a dodge. Oh, great. Uh, that's a hard success. Great. Um, so you turn a corner, uh, and you just see this, um, and I don't want you to think like, uh, you know, fucking King Triton, like it's gold and beautiful and made of magic. This thing is like, uh, that same sort of coral, uh, material, but blackened dead, uh, almost looks forged, uh, or not like it's not metallic, but as though it's been scorched, um, sort of volcanic is perhaps better than, than forged. Um, so it shatters through the, the windshield. Uh, you manage to duck. It sinks into the headrest beside you. You swerve the car um, and are greeted by um, a, uh, a set of uh, barricades uh, that have been um, crudely constructed. Uh, and uh, you actually see one of the, the mobster cops uh, crashed behind it, waving to you with, uh, with a, a gun in hand. Uh, and he just says, get over here. What do you do? Get out of the car quick. Over here. Over here. Great. She's going to hustle everybody out of the car. Great. Um, so um, before you, um, the, the main street has been barricaded uh, with a, a police car and kind of a two police cars. There's um, a, a couple of dead mob cops um, uh, nearby. Um, this guy is uh, a real rough, uh, think like a, a rough looking version of, um, Oh shit. Uh, John C. Riley. Um, mm. so just like rather than like, so that those kind of cherubic features, but like if they've seen some shit, um, and he's, uh, he's crouched behind a, a car with a, with a pistol. There's a, a, a shotgun with a sort of like a bullet, uh, like a shell casing jammed in it, uh, discarded next to him. Um, in the street ahead of you, uh, you can see as, as you kind of peek up over the cars, um, a number of deep ones uh, roaming the streets, um, similar to uh, the one that you found flayed and uh, and strung up in uh, the the diesel estate. Um, these ones, however, have all their guts on the inside and um, are um, wielding uh, sort of a variety of of throwable weapons. Uh, you can see, kind of like they've created their own barricade. There's a line of kind of spears and and sort of these these crudely naturally created tridents. Uh, and they, they've taken cover. 
Beyond them, uh, the port itself uh, is flooding as um, from here you can clearly see uh, a massive structure looms up out of the water, um, creating this sort of hill. Uh, it would seem that the, uh, the lost city is rising. And around it, you can see the, the swirl of bloodlines uh, similar to the, uh, the castle. Caddy? Yeah? How, how did you bring down the other spire? I threw holy water into it, but I don't have any more. Okay. You still have the heretic ash. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, that will have to do. We do not have the psychic blood, blood chorus. chorus. Thank you. Uh, and we do not have the holy water. Okay, well, do you guys all want to get over there? Do you guys all want to shoot your guns and make a distraction and I'll sneak? That's exactly what I was going to suggest. Um, Richter, uh, you are absolutely staying behind the barricades. Uh, I'll stay here with you until it looks like Adrian's in trouble, in which case I'll make a bigger distraction, I suppose. All right, well, good luck. Small one, just know that we are counting on you. You must succeed. Oh, okay. But if I make a mistake, you guys are going to like help me fix it, right? Of course we will. Perfect. This can't end here. Richter, do you trust the demon to do this? Someone took that castle away. I don't understand the demon's end game. But so far, it is mutually beneficial to have the demon take these structures down. So, yeah. Okay. Having come to that decision, you look down and see that I've already disappeared. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Caddy, uh, you take off uh, at, at, a, at a bolt. Um, the... Um, uh, the the cop uh, just uh, looks over and he says, uh, "Hey, uh, what are you guys doing around here? You gotta get out of here! Look, there's all these these fucking fish creep monsters." Yeah, and it's only gonna get worse. So, frankly, we're here to save your ass. So, if you don't mind, wherever you see that cat, I need you to shoot the things that might come for it. Do you understand? Look, lady. I mean, I like cats as much as the next guy, but no, I'm not sticking my neck out for someone's fucking pet. Then I'll do it myself. And she's going to like, is the shotgun that's on the ground, it's fully out of commission? Uh, no, it looks like someone, um, it's, uh, someone tried to panic load it and okay. just gave up. Um, it's probably one of the dead, the dead guy's weapons. Okay. Then I think she's going to take up the shotgun and, uh, Richter, do you still have your shotgun or no? Uh, I think I still have it. Yep. Okay, I think, great. I think I had it strapped to me. Yeah. Great. Shotguns are better than pistols at this point. So I <laughs> think she's going to try to unjam the shotgun and aim it. So basically, the second that anything looks the wrong way at, at, at Caddy, she's going to try to blow its head off. All right. Um, Caddy, can you roll me a. I feel like this isn't necessarily a stealth check, but that might be the dodge. Let's go with dodge. So I feel like this is you like darting around as they, they reach for you. All righty. That is an extreme success. Amazing. Um, so it will come as no surprise that the, uh, the amphibian creatures who, uh, again, as you'll recall, um, kind of have finned uh, uh, 
sort of um I want to call them gills, but that's not it at all. Uh, fringes kind of running up uh, off their their arms um, and kind of up over their head. Uh, very much that like classic like fish person uh, face, um, but muscle like really really muscly, long tail. Um, Caddy, you would have never seen anything like this for Addy for rather for Richter and Red. Uh, you've only seen the one um, who uh, who disappeared back under the water. You had more time with the hybrids, um, but uh, in any case, um, Addy or Caddy, Jesus, I need a um, sanity check from you, please, as your your mind tries to wrap itself around. Yeah, no, he don't do that. Fish, fish folk. He a little boy in a cat body. There's not a lot of stability at the core of that. <laughs> Oh, sorry, you failed. Yes, fail. I thought you just meant in general, like, oh, oh no, 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 this no, is no. going to go meant, badly for me. No, he fa- he failed. Great. Uh, all right, so uh, you're going to take four points of sanity damage, but you gain four mythos. And I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that in the last few sessions. For all of the sanity you've each lost, oh. you may gain that much mythos. Ooh. Okay. So there you go. little retroactive present for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so um, they're horrifying, but that actually just makes you run faster. <laughs> and dodge harder uh so you you dart between their legs um they are obviously less nimble out of water um so there's a lot of like reaching and and missing um you begin to smell sulfur on the air uh the closer you get to the uh the the waterfront as a uh a stinky rain begins to fall um that you are unfamiliar with but our our other mystery punchers will recall um caddy can you roll a mythos check for me please yeah it's a fail okay um they are uh your brain is is grasping at uh at what they're saying you you it's it's almost there for you um but uh you continue to dart throughout so your your goal is to make it to the the blood outline and throw uh, the ashes of uh, yeah. I gotta smear ashes into sigils and shit. The heretic, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the heretic Jeremiah Spindle. Uh, so you got to take uh, Spindle's ashes and uh, make that happen. So as you continue to uh, dart forward um, closer and closer to the water's edge, um, you can see that uh, there's the the deep ones have actually set up quite an operation. Um, what seemed to just kind of be like a a, a front line. The further in you get. Um, the more you can see that there's actually groups of them standing around and uh, gesturing. Um, and there seems to be a general sense of, of um, uh, panic in the air. Hmm. Interesting. Well, he tried to see if he can spot anything that might be triggering that panic or what they're looking at or whatever. Okay. Um, you don't have any ranks in psychology, do you? <laughs> uh, I mean... I have the default ten percent. Fair enough. Um, you know what? Uh, give me, give me an an edu, please, an education. That is a hard success. Okay. Um, you distinctly remember uh, the time that uh, Benny insisted that if you hit a hornet's nest, they all have to go inside because they have to protect the queen. So he was 100% convinced that if you threw a rock at this hornet's nest, they would just stay inside. 
and you were a hundred percent convinced being, you know, boy, genius science boy that, uh, no, this would in fact get you, you stung a lot. And, um, uh, Benny's, uh, Benny's dad was a bit of a hypochondriac, uh, always a little overly concerned, uh, was certain that Benny was deathly allergic uh, to these things, which is why you always thought he, he put on a, like the tough guy act around it and kind of why he, he wanted to push the limits here. Nevertheless, uh, despite your, um, your, your best intentions and your kind of best arguments, Benny threw the rock and as is like to happen, the Hornets came out. And you remember seeing the look on his face when he realized uh, how grave his error was. Uh, it was that look of, oh, I actually had all the information to make a good decision and I made a bad decision. And now the thing I fear the most is coming for me. Um, that's the kind of expression you see uh, reflected in these fish people. Um, there is uh, a panic at at something inevitable and horrible Um and uh, as you you continue to, to watch them, um, you can see that they're all kind of uh, panicking, uh, sorry, gesturing uh, panically at the, the city that's rising uh, from the water. Um, and you get the sense that they may not love that this is happening. It's kind of like people standing outside a burning building being like, I don't know when we can go back in. I can save the humans and the fish people. Mystery punchers! Uh, and he's just going to keep running towards his goal of this bloodline because he's got to save everybody now. Great. Um, there's one catch. Uh, the bloodline that is surrounding this, this city and raising it is out on the water. So, Caddy, you're going to have to swim. Oh, no. Dum-dums and dice would like to welcome you to Karth's Code and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. Karth's Code and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse, Code, and Crown! Episodes are available now. Meanwhile, Red and Richter, the Deep Ones uh, and, and some of their hybrid allies, uh, try and grab it at Caddy as he runs by. You notice Caddy stop and like look at everyone for a bit? which red is just fucking poison to you. Um, but he's far enough away that a shotgun won't particularly help. Um, then he, he starts uh, darting towards the water. Um, can both of you roll me a spot hidden, please? Or a listen, you can pick. Extreme success. And were you listening or looking? Um, it's ex- either. Um hmm. Let's looking. Looking. Okay. Um, you see uh, a number of um, winged shapes um, rapidly approaching on um, insectoid wings um, and uh, seem to be carrying something which they deposit uh, kind of on the edge of uh, just a, a sort of um, if you're looking 
ports on the east. So if you're kind of standing to the west looking east, um, they're kind of coming up from the south and they deposit something. Uh, and then you can see them start to take up positions on rooftops. Um, and suddenly um, they uh, begin to throw fire. Um, and the uh, the deep ones let out uh, horrible cries and duck for cover. Um, the uh, Ratty Nelson, uh, the cop, just goes, what the fuck are those? What the fuck is that? Uh, f- look, you got that shotgun, right? How many shells you got? I think we, we might be fucked, lady. Might be time to go. I know you like your cat or whatever, but this ain't worth it. You are going to stay here and shoot at these goddamn things or I'll shoot you myself. Yo, Jesus, lady, you're scarier than Donnie. Um, and uh, he looks at his gun. He's got three bullets. And he's like, I knew I shouldn't have left Chicago. I mean, I'm a legitimate officer of the law, ma'am. <sighs> um, Richter, um, you would recognize these as as the Migo, um, yeah. obviously. Uh, what do you do? Um, I'll say to Red, uh, um, uh, stay here and try to draw the attention of those, uh, uh, oh God, what are they called? The deep folk? Uh, the deep ones. Draw the attention of the deep ones so that little hellish imp cat can get to the bloodlines. I'm going to investigate whatever the amigos brought here. Whatever it is, it is not good and it must be dealt with. I was just going to shoot it. Is it, How, is it, is it far, far enough, enough away, away that we can hit it with shotgun fire? Uh, not from here. So basically, oh, okay. uh, sorry, to be yeah. clear, what, what they what they delivered was like several buildings um, away okay. from you. So Got it's it. like if you're looking down a city block, it's like you, you saw them descend amongst a bunch of buildings and then rise without whatever they were carrying. And now they're on the rooftops throwing um, blasts of fire uh, down at, at the deep ones. Um you're still far enough away that you can't really you there's the deep ones who are, are guarding the line um that are within shooting distance beyond them is where all these clumps of people are what we know from caddy now is that they're actually defending their friends who are trying to sort something out from your eyes it's just like this is the fuck off i'll kill you line beyond that is them doing whatever nefarious evil such creatures get up to okay so yeah. realistically if you want to protect caddy you would probably need to advance with Richter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with him for sure. Okay. Um, Caddy. Caddy is scared of water as a cat and scared of water as Addy. He is not a swimmer at all. So he is going to, upon his own initiative, turn to the closest deep one and be like, hey, I want to do a team up. If you can swim me to that bloodline, I can break this thing and your city will go back underwater. But we got to do a team up because I don't swim. All right. Uh, I need a... I think I need a fast talk or persuade. Persuade would be fine as well. (laughs) I'm so cute. Blink, blink. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll give you... I'll, I'll add a D4 for the blink, blink. I was hoping to switch it to a charm, but I'll I'll roll what I got. Oh no no no! Charm would charm would legitimately work here. Yay! Look, Remind I've seen Shrek. Ah, it's a tremendous failure anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. All right. Um, 
<laughs> okay. So um, the the deep one um, steps forward and just looms over you. It begins to kind of like extend its its fishy spine um, and uh, um, just kind of like descend down. Uh, and uh, at this distance, uh, for your poor, poor, poor kitty nose, the reek of this creature, let alone the the stinky rain that's going on, is is uh, ungodly. Um, and it it kind of blinks its its wet red rimmed black eyes at you and extends its kind of jaw out a little bit. Um, and then in a, a horrible um, rasping voice, uh, it says, "Stop." yeah yeah see the blood thing we can break that with this i've got the ashes of something hairy that's a tick um and uh it it squints at you clearly like trying to figure out whether this is a language barrier thing or what the fuck you're talking about i broke the other one and he just points to where there used to be another blood tower and now there isn't um and uh it looks and squints against the light like you can tell like being up here is, is agony for for all these creatures um but then it it, it kind of nods like it clearly makes a decision and it looks back to you and uh just says yes yes a team up and then its head explodes as one of the migos blasts uh hits it um all of the deep ones turn to you and see the headless smoking body of one of them fall to its knees in front of you and you just hear a cacophony of gargling, monstrous noises as they, they raise fingers and point at you. Uh, and immediately three of them begin to, to rush towards you. Um, Richter and Red, um, you are uh, trying to approach this before that little sequence occurs. This is You're walking up as this is happening. Are you approaching stealthily? You're going guns blazing. You're short on ammo, and they outnumber you by quite a bit. Victor um, wanted to sneak originally. He was a little okay. interested in that object. So let's get uh, let's get uh, double stealth, please. I also All have way. my pistols. Yeah. Okay. I know. I never forget and... your pistols. Okay. Stealth. Stealth. Yep. Yes, please. That's a big old fail. I also fail. Great. Okay. So as uh, as the two of you um, start to lurch out. Um, you uh, behind you, um, Ratty makes a choice. Uh, you know, if there's one thing uh, a low level mob tough knows, it's sometimes it's them or you, and uh, you, you don't live this long by making it them. So, as you begin to um, move, he um, fires his gun in the air, uh, and the uh, the deep ones look to him. Then he says, Hey, look, they're uh, they're coming to get your stuff. Um, and immediately uh, he turns and runs and uh, the the deep ones sort of at the barricade um, whip uh, coral spears at you. Uh, so I need uh, dodge rolls, please. Come on. Okay. That's a hard success. Fail. Well, uh, you're lucky, Richter, because I rolled a 99, so it's a fumble on my end. So despite failing, um, it flies through the air. I think it like, um, like clips through your jacket, um, but uh, you know, you, you just kind of rip, rip a line down it, uh, and the two of you 
run. Uh, that said, your your stealth has has failed, so you take no damage. But um, they're they're kind of hot on your heels um, as uh, as they uh, they begin to move. Um, so I assume with given. If I'm not mistaken, the intent you've described is that you're trying to get to Caddy and the object that Migos dropped. So my guess is you're not going to like stop and fight all the no. deep ones. Okay. Nope. What do you do to try and buy yourself some time as you run? Are you just going to try and outrun them, or are you going to try and like lose them? Are you going to try and hide? What's the what's the play here? Um, I think getting into a building would be a good start. Okay, so basically just trying to lose the chaos of the, the surrounding area. Yeah, go in a front door, come out a back door, climb up into a window of another building. Oh, it took us all fucking series, but we finally got our Scooby-Doo door shenanigans. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Richter, can you roll me a spot hidden, please? Uh, this is very much like one Sorry. of those Telltale game moments where you step forward and like it's like, you know, there's two places. Do you go high or low? Do you hide under the bed or in the closet? What's it going to be? Uh, success. All right. Excellent. Um, so Richter, you, you see, um, it's a, uh, because we're down by the port, uh, it's an old warehouse. Um, and, um, the, uh, uh, you, you can see the, uh, the body of, a of a worker, um, just kind of, um, hanging over the railing, uh, with a cigarette still smoking in his hand. Um, but luckily as, as all good smokers do, uh, he's wedged a, uh, cinder block, uh, in the door so that the door is open. Um, grabbing red, um, you pull her towards, uh, towards the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what's the, what's the plan once you're in, I assume like kick out the block, slam the door. Yep. And just look for an exit now. Like it's yeah. just yeah, yeah. put a wall between us and then put two walls between us and then th- yeah. uh, three walls. Yeah. Ideally heading in the direction that we, need of course, to yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Can you guys roll me, uh, another stealth check then please? Fail. Success. Nice. Okay. Um, so, uh, you're having some difficulty, uh, just making your way through. It is a, a full warehouse. Um, the port isn't used that much, but there are still shipments that come through. Um, you can hear them closing in. Um, and, uh, as you reach the door, unfortunately with just a 50, 50, um, you, you go to like clang open the door, uh, and there's a deep one walking by directly outside. What do you do? Uh, shoot, shoot it. it. Oh. There we go. <laughs> we both shoot it. Okay, so I need um, uh, uh, attack rolls from both of you, please. Uh, I'm using the shotgun, and I don't have shotgun stats in my... Uh... It's underneath uh, handguns. So firearms handgun and then firearms oh. rifle slash shotgun. Oh, no. Mine's shotgun is so much worse, but that's fine. Making the choice. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fail. Success. Nice. All right. Um, so, Richter, your, your shotgun blast goes off. I'm not going to roll this like a standard combat roll because this is very much like a, a narrative escape escapade rather than like a proper shootout. Um, so um, you both open fire. Um, Red, you're used to being able to uh, adjust your your grip based on musculature. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, now that your hand is, is uh, merely skeletal, um, the aim and the recoil of, of the shotgun yeah. are, are completely foreign to you and uh, your shot goes wide. Um, but Richter's shot is true. Um, he blows the head off uh, the, the deep one rather handily. Um, and the two of you close the door behind you, slip out, and then like have to unfortunately take a slightly longer detour to not be like, the door next to the thing we just shot. Um, but you are uh, making your way uh, ever closer. Um, 
Caddy, uh, all of the uh, cold ones have just seen you theoretically use magic to blow up a creature's head. What do you do? Uh, Caddy will sprint towards the closest building and try to hide. He just wants to use as much low cover as he can. He saw his friends theoretically get tridents thrown at them, and so he's looking at it that way. Um, Can you roll me a stealth check, please? Yes, I can. That is a hard success. Okay. So, um, Richter and uh, Red, you... Are, are weaving through buildings. There's a lot of like having to duck under windowsills as, as deep ones kind of rush by. Um, but uh, eventually um, you get within eye distance of, of Caddy. You see the, the head explode, um, the body drop, and you see that the small cat uh, panic and like dart under a, uh, we'll say like one of those, like um, just a sort of a concrete set of stairs that leads to like a, a, a second floor door. There's a little kind of gap there. Um, it makes sense. It's very much what a cat would do. It's the closest kind of sheltered place, but you can see the the deep ones closing in. Um, Red, you are rapidly reloading your shotgun. Richter, you're kind of holding on, but um, Richter, you're also keeping your eyes out for what the, the Migos have, have wrought. Uh, you can see them using weapons um, of some sort from the, uh, the rooftops. Um, and then uh, you round a corner uh, and uh, you see you have a clear line of sight to the deep ones um, surrounding Caddy. Uh, And then you see a form walking purposefully towards them Um, out of the corner of your eye. um, And Richter, I think you would probably be the first to see this, but right. You see it shortly thereafter. uh, The Migos have deposited a creature here um, that uh, walks with um, malice and purpose uh, towards the, uh, the spot that dear sweet Caddy is hiding in. Um, you recognize a, uh, a cut of tuxedo that is, is fine and rare, broad shoulders, um, meticulously parted hair, jet black eyes, sharpened teeth, and a wide grin. It seems Addy Diesel has come to kill some deep ones. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. 
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Great Dane, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Thin Treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson. Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.